Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we are live. Welcome to the What the What podcast. Yeah, we're back again. Yep, and it feels weird because we just recorded like three days ago. It, or hey, four days ago. That's four, how time know, works. But, it all blends together. But we're here back with another fantastic mm-hmm. episode with a working laptop, yep. working charger. Yep. Everything's working. We both got hot chocolate right hot now. Hot chocolate. Unfortunately, it's stirred, not shaken. But at least you have extra chocolate. But I've got extra chocolate in mine. There's a chance of sleet and snow today, so it's a perfect day. Perfect day for it. hot chocolate. You know, I am a little concerned. I brought this up off air. Where's the cookie? Where is the cookie? Because in the Santa Claus, they had the CD, the Mm -hmm. cookie cocoa dispenser. Mm -hmm. We have our cocoa. Where's our cookie? That's Ricky, where's our cookie? We'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask him. He's on the next episode. He is on the next episode. But, uh, That's great. We'll talk about that at the end. But we want to thank you for joining the What the What podcast today. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. If there's another podcast area you want, let us know. We'll put us on there. Yeah. And please rate and review us. So five stars. Five stars yes. across the board. All the way up the board. Eric said any of the rest... You, you get no coffee or yeah. hot chocolate. No hot, hot chocolate, chocolate for you. Five points, five stars, and I'll bring you a packet of hot chocolate. Oh, okay. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Let us know. Okay, I'm good with that. Let us know your address, and if you give us a five-star rating, we'll mail you a packet of hot chocolate. Yeah. Now, if the government, like, stops your package because there's a powdery substance in your mail, like... We'll get the one with marshmallows, so that Yeah, because yeah. Ricky does not have marshmallows. Yeah, this is without marshmallows here, so... We can't <laughs> complain, though, because no, it's, it's free. it's free hot Ricky's chocolate. not charging By us. By the way, it. it might be his hot chocolate we send out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ricky won't hear this until we do. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't already, please rate and review us five stars. We might, you know, we will send you a pack of hot chocolate. Um, so... It's not... This has nothing to do with the uh, episode we're recording today, but... Some new trailers have come out, at least yesterday, and I, maybe it was yesterday. I know I saw it today. Uh, they put out the second trailer now for Sonic. Yes, now, and it looks so good. It looks awesome now. I mean, like, and I told, um, I think I told Tim, mm-hmm. uh, our everybody, Tim Hutchinson on Twitter, um, that I definitely want to see it now mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. One, it looks incredible. It looks like something I'd want to see. But two, the creators heard the criticisms Mm -hmm. took the time to go back and fix them and then put out another product. So I want to reward the fact that they didn't just say, oh, you know, y'all know what you're talking about. They listened to the fans and said, no, we're going to put out a better product for you because that's what you're demanding. And I know that can get dangerous because we as a civilization love to complain about things. Everything. So, you know, you kind of got to watch that. But I think that was definitely the right move with this one. Uh, especially within the same day, you already had people putting out, you know, animations of how great Sonic could look, but how they didn't do it. Right now, they've turned around and done that. It looks and incredible. Now, I'll be honest; it looks like a completely different movie. Completely different, and it doesn't even have anything to do with what Sonic looks like. Like just the whole theme of things, just the sound effects, everything. It does make it, me, it feels like accurate to the video game. It does. It does make me wonder now, though: Have they gone back and reshot anything? Or have they literally given us a whole lot more of the movie now and there's not a whole lot more to see in the actual movie? I don't know, but... I'm, either way, it looks I'm, I'm ready for it. There's a lot of those sound effects you're used to hearing are there. Uh, like you say, there's... Especially the beginning of the trailer, it shows like his world or whatever, and it literally is identical to like whenever I was a kid playing a video game. If you had like HD and much more, but like... 
you recognize the big loops yes. and everything else that they've got. We're used to run around on the video games and everything else. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what's going to come of that. Uh, I shared with Ricky as well because his his dog Scooby, you know, they've come out with a new movie. I think Scoob, but it talks about how Shaggy and Scooby met each other, uh, how the whole gang came to be, how Scooby got his name, everything else. And honestly, like that's one of the first Hanna Barbera movies they've come out with now, especially yeah. with the kind of medium they're using, I guess. Where are, are they releasing like the Hanna Barbera cinematic universe now? I don't know, but I did see that as the title for one thing today. It was saying it was the first of Hanna-Barbera. Hanna I love Hanna-Barbera stuff. I do too. So I think I'm, it would I'm be here cool. for it. It'd be cool to see like the Simpsons, or not Simpsons, the Flintstones, the Jetsons is who I was talking about, not the Jetsons. Simpsons, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. So it'd be cool to see like how they do that. Now, of course, don't do it just to make money off of it, but I mean, if it's done well. Do a good, good story. I mean, that's, like, that's going to be pumped for that. That's going to be what brings in fans. I mean, yeah, kids will like anything, but if it's really well done, mm -hmm. they'll keep coming back. Um, and today is the launch date of Disney Plus, mm -hmm. and I know you haven't had a chance to watch anything yet. Um, I have, I have, I do have a subscription now. Yeah, because as of do Verizon. I. Thank you, Verizon. We Thank got a year you. off. A if you're a Verizon out. Unlimited um, sus uh, subscriber, then look up on how to redeem your free year of Disney Plus. Um, so we're good till next November. Yep. Um, I've already watched Forky ask a question about mm -hmm. money, and it's a short little three minute clip. Um, where him and Ham get, um, you know, have a little conversation. It's very cute. Um, so, uh, but I hadn't really had a chance to watch anything like of like really like something like longer than three a three minutes sure. short. So, um, before we move on to our topic, what are you going to watch when you get home tonight? First thing, I don't know. Uh, Erica's already at home, so she may already be watching something when I get home tonight. Uh, it really depends. It probably will not be the Mandalorian. Because I really do want to see that, but I kind of want to see it when I just have time to enjoy it and not come home and just put something on as I'm going to sleep or before I'm going to bed. So that'll be the one thing for that. Um, I just finished Jack Ryan this week, or we just did. Yeah, I, I keep hearing from everyone. Ricky's talked about it. You it's talked awesome. about it. I got a buddy of mine um, who's the principal at Corinth Holders Elementary. He tweeted about it today. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to have to end up checking it out. Cause you I, should. I, I do like um, John Krasinski. Um, it does sound like something I would enjoy, especially since I'm a Burn Notice fan, and I heard it's uh, not exactly like Burn Notice, but it has some of the, uh, some of the same kind of tone or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to check that out at some point. I mean, depending on how much Disney Plus takes up, That's you know, true. my viewing habits. I'm kind of excited. Um, uh, this weekend we have performance Saturday. We're playing with the we band. do. Searching for Silas um, is going to be. Uh, well, you're not going to hear this till after this yeah, comes so out. Hopefully it goes so well. So hopefully it went well at the New Hope uh, Fall Festival. We're playing uh, 12 songs live on, a, possibly on a stage, possibly indoors. Depends on it's what the weather rain. does. It's uh, one of our first big uh, things outside of a church service. Mm -hmm. So. This is kind of cool for us. I mean, so and I say all that just to also say that Erica's going to be out of town this weekend at her sister's apartment watching, or for her birthday. It was actually this weekend, so she's going to be spending the weekend this weekend with her. Uh, but that means I can watch as much Disney Plus as I want, like by myself. Yeah. So at least there's I have a great to watch. Christmas movie on Disney Plus called Noel. Noel. And it looks really interesting. Is that song from there? I don't know, but I think it's about Santa's daughter, possibly. Oh. Mm. Um, but uh, it looked really good. I figured. I thought of you. I added it to my watch list. I, I thought you would uh, nice. enjoy that. So who knows? I may have a Marvel marathon. You're all like, call me from the stage Saturday. Like, Kyle, where are you at? Well, I'm it's like, going to be hard to have a true Marvel marathon in terms of the MCU movies because they're not all there all at launch date. But you can also which have ones a, aren't there? 
Uh, there's a lot. I know. Really? But, yeah. Um, I know they have said none of the Spider-Mans are going to be None of the Spider-Mans are on there. I know. Because that's Sony. I know they, uh, like, Iron Man 2 is um, currently on another streaming service. Due I've to got that streaming service, though, um, so that's okay. Like, the Avengers might not be on there. Um, I feel like with all the contracts I pay Black for every Panther, month. Black Panther, yeah, I mean, it might be I on something, but. Because Black um, Panther, I think, is on Netflix right now. But I now. do know they have Captain Marvel and uh, Endgame on there now, because I saw those when I looked at earlier. So, um, first thing that I'm going to probably pop up is, um. Probably one of those Disney original, uh, one of those movies like Blank Check or something. Nice. Have it on. I'm trying to find something nice to wear tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I'll have that on. And that's a nice enough movie where I don't have to pay too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. But I can still watch, you know, and, and pay enough it. attention to, to enjoy it mm-hmm. without having to, you know, pay like super amount of detail. Which I'll go ahead and say I had it on this afternoon just a little bit like the first five minutes while I was mm-hmm. in my office here and planning before I had to go to buses. Mm-hmm. And I already caught something from the movie that I never called as a kid. And What's it's that? Like, it was a really adult, uh, really adult joke. Oh. <laughs> and, um, like, it's in the um, first five minutes. I'll go ahead and share it now because I, I do want to do, like, an in-depth um, movie analysis of this at some okay. point. It's going to be on the deep list. But, um, you know, they're setting up the computer mm-hmm. in um, Preston's room. Yes. And the they're like, um, the dad's like, maybe you can show your brothers how to use this thing. And he's like, nah, not likely. And he's like, don't worry. All this software will teach you everything you need to know except for how to make love to a woman. <laughs> and the mom comes in, well, I know what to get your dad for Christmas this year. <laughs> and I was like, I never caught that. <laughs> I was like, wow. They're just opening, just talking all about it in front yep. of the kids. All right. Interesting. So, they <laughs> so um, yeah, good stuff. Well, anyway, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I'm thankful that Disney Plus is out. I'm thankful that I had some hot soup from Golden China and Kinley. Uh, I'm thankful that I have my, hot chocolate right here. My from, mug says, I thank God for you every day. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for thinking yeah, of me. I, I do, yeah. Uh, but with all that said, this week, we are talking about... This week. In a world. In a world. Did you uh, did you catch uh, this past week? I thought of... Uh, sorry, You're one good. last rabbit hole. We're doing praise and worship on Sunday morning in the second service. Mm-hmm. And we're doing the special uh, called The Gospel. Mm-hmm. And there's a line, you know, like the pre-course or whatever. Mm-hmm. In a world, you know, it, it talks about in a world. Um, I, I don't even know the words, that, but I just remember catching in a world. I'm thinking in a world. <laughs> well, the next time you do that song, you should start. You should start talking. Don't let Jenny talk. Jenny, you're probably listening. In you a that. world. So, you, Jenny, next time we do the gospel, Eric wants to do the talking. In a, in world, a world where our hearts are breaking. Well, you just like yep. you started off in a world. In a world. But we're at KNBC. Singing right. songs. So this episode, back to being thankful in a world. We're in a thankful world that where, we have. Well, I'm <laughs> thankful that we grew up in a world where, in a, in a time period, where there were so many great Thanksgiving TV episodes. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. We had talked about this, and I was like, I'm sure I can scramble together a couple. But searching it, there's a lot more than I thought there were. I have nine from one television show alone. Well, that's fair. Like, <laughs> that was that's their thing they're known for, but we won't spoil that yet. But there's a lot of I shows that I watched. I only put one of those on my list, but all nine are pretty much worthy. Well, there's a lot of shows that I watched that I just didn't remember that they did. So among searching, I watched a bunch during lunches this week uh, and saw a lot that I'd forgotten about. So uh, we're excited for that. We're going to do our top three of what versus what. Eric's three versus my three that honestly doesn't mount up to anything. It's, it's like the points and whose line is it anyway. The points don't matter. Don't matter. It's just like, you know, 
my what versus your what. But these are Thanksgiving TV episodes or specials. I don't think I have a special on my list. I didn't put a special, but um, I just did straight TV episodes. So straight TV episodes that are Thanksgiving themed. How about you start us off? You want me to start you uh, off? Yeah, you start well, it Well, I am going to start off with one episode of a TV show that I've only seen one episode from. Okay. This is from WKRP in Cincinnati. And the episode is titled Turkey Drop. Turkey Drop. And like I said, this is the only episode I've ever seen of this entire series. It looks funny, but um, I only know it because of this episode. So for those who have not seen it, Turkey's Away start off with a plot um, that kind of careens abruptly into some dark comedy. Uh, Mr. Carlson, who runs the station owned by his wealthy, domineering mother, uh, decides he needs to get more involved in the day-to-day operations, and he comes up with an idea for a publicity stunt that will shine more attention on WKRP, which has recently changed formats from easy listening to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So he keeps the details of this plan a secret from his employees, um, and it turns out um, he plans to drop turkeys out of a helicopter, live turkeys out of a helicopter, um, right uh, in front of the Pinedale Mall. So... The newsman, he's live on the scene, WKRP, Les Nessman, uh, played by Richard Sanders, who's incredible in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, he broadcasts live. He doesn't know what the stunt is. Um, you know, he doesn't know what Mr. Carlson's planning, and he's kind of uh, just recapping what's going on. I see a helicopter. Looks like something dark has dropped off the back. Maybe a skydiver who's only jumping from 2,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of great quotes I'll get into in just a second. Um, but it turns out, Nope, they're turkeys. He decided to ch- uh, drop 20 live turkeys from a helicopter with the Happy Thanksgiving from WKRP banner attached to it above a busy shopping <laughs> parking center parking lot. Mm-hmm. This does not go well. Um, the turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement, uh, Lee shouts, as bystanders can be seen fleeing around him. Um, and when and his feed cuts during it, um, Johnny Fever, who's the, dis- the DJ running the boards, he, um, he stags back to the music with a very awesomely delivered... Thanks for that on-the-spot report, Les. For those who just tuned in, the Pinesdale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkeys. See, like I walked in earlier, and you were re-watching mm-hmm. that part of this episode, and I've never seen it before. So when he said the line about wet cement or whatever, wet bags of cement, yeah, I was thinking he was dropping frozen turkeys out. No, no, these it are wasn't live until, turkeys. It wasn't until a few minutes later that I realized, oh, no, they're really throwing live turkeys out of this. Well, and there's a, lot, there's a number of amazing things about this whole sequence. Um, this is from Vulture.com. It's actually based on a true story. Hmm. Um, not just one true story, but two. Hugh Wilson, who's the creator of, who was the creator of WKRP in uh, Cincinnati, said he based the plot on a similar promotion spearheaded by a station in Dallas, while staffers at the Atlanta station on which WKRP is based on said they also once threw turkeys out of the back of a truck in a promotion that, shocker, went awry. Hmm. Um, so the fact that not one but two radio stations, and those are just the ones that we know about, actually executed some version of a live turkey drop, lends this episode some credibility. Um, that's the, that what makes it funny is how incredible that actually is. Um, it's also funny because this episode does a wonderful job of withholding information. We don't know what Mr. Carlson's plan is. Mm-mm. We don't know what the, um, what the publicity stunt is, is. He keeps it from everybody. Um, so it comes as a shock, and we have to share it as poor Les is narrating. We don't see anything, by the way. It's no. just... Cuts on uh, less. But narr- like you say, he did an amazing job yeah. with that. Though. Narrating in, um, humorously as as it's going through, um, and then at the very the last um, last scene, uh, Mr. Carlson comes through and he's disheveled, 
And he's like, I swear I thought it would work. And then Les shows up, and he's like, oh, it was awful. You know, uh, it was awful. You know, some of the crowd kind of dispersed. And, but then they started attacking me. I almost got shot by two kids and their dad. I, I hid in the phone booth. And then, you know, the, uh, Mr. Carlson got the helicopter to land. I figured he would just, you know, figure that he would just let the rest of the turkeys, you know, off on ground. But then it's like they formed a counterattack. Mm-hmm. Like they had, you know, organized. <laughs> like then they started turning on us. Um, and then um, what the, the tagline that the episode is known for, Mr. Carlson comes back and says, I, as God, I, as God is my witness, I swear I thought turkeys could fly. I'm not gonna lie. As soon as he said that line, I was like, "Oh, that's what that's from." Uh-huh. Well, I've heard that so many times in my life, but I had no clue what it was from. Um, here, here are some quotes from the episode um, that I haven't mentioned already. Uh, this is from Les. He says, "I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. Hmm. As all, all, all we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there's gonna be a lot of happy people out here." Uh, now the crowd is uh, curious but well behaved. I think I hear something now. Oh yes, the crowd is moving out into the parking lot, and I can see it now. It's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says "Happy Thanksgiving" from <laughs> W K R P. And while he's spelling out the letters, all he cuts back to the people in the station. Who were like just mouthing the words, yeah, yeah. the letters behind it, like, "Come on, you know the name of the radio station." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's so it's so good, um, just such a, such a great episode. And like I said, it's the only one of that episode uh, of that series I've ever seen, but it merits um, a spot on my top three list for that reason alone. The fact that I can quote an episode from a show that I've never seen other than this one. Well, Andy Cockrell commented earlier today on our Facebook, and he mentioned that uh, the Peanuts Christmas or Peanuts Thanksgiving special. And then that one episode are his favorite episodes relating to Thanksgiving. Yeah, great stuff. So it's cool that you came up with that one and decided that one to be yours. Because I watched it for the first time like three or four years ago on mm-hmm. YouTube. Just, you know, before I had, killing some time before I had to go to Fayetteville to see my granddaddy. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it. I mean, it's a must watch every year. It's for a me. tradition. Yeah. It's on Hulu. I think. You have a Thanksgiving tradition. Yes, I do. I don't have very many of those, so it's cool I do. It's, have one. I, I have several. It's called, you know, going to like four different houses on the same day because you don't want to leave anybody out. We typically so go to one. So <laughs> I go to Fedville, I go to my mom's, and then I go to my dad's, and then I go to my grandmother's um, on his side. So four, one day. I'm not usually hungry much on Thanksgiving because I have to eat so much, and I don't look forward to it. So what is your number one, Mr. Whitley? I think I'm going to go a little bit out of order. My number one, I think I'm going to save till the end. I'll do that one then. I mean, th- none of mine are in a particular order. I'm just saying, you're, what's your first my entry first one, I've changed on it the around. list? Well, I have my paper in front of me, so I've got to reevaluate and switch so around. So you're checking your list. I am, and, and I'm you're checking, checking it, it twice. twice, and now I'm changing it around. Uh, the one that I chose comes back from our childhood from a show called Hey Arnold. It's called Arnold's Thanksgiving. Uh, the episode starts out where Arnold is coming through his town, um, he lives in, like, I don't know if it's technically labeled New York area or whatever, but it's kind of like that where you've got, you know, the stoops and the houses and, you know, all this sort of thing all piled on top of each other. But he's coming in, and there's a replica of the Mayflower coming through town where they've crashed, like, uh, you know, they've christened it or everything else. So in the beginning, he's talking, you know, he's kind of walking through and admiring that that's happening on Thanksgiving Day. Then it goes forward to where he's at school now, and they're doing, like, a Thanksgiving play. 
Uh, what's really funny is kind of just talking about the beginning of Thanksgiving, but then it fast forwards to like current day and like what Thanksgiving kind of looks like now. And it does show, you know, families eating Thanksgiving together. It shows the whole family together and just being real genuine and happy and how they all circle around and hold hands and say something they're thankful for. Uh, but from there, it goes forward because Gerald, Arnold's friend, talks about how he's really excited, you know, eating all the food and having a bourbon contest with his brother. And Arnold's like, well, I've never, I don't think I've ever really had a real Thanksgiving. And he's like, of course you do. You know, you got your grandparents because Arnold lives with his grandparents, but they also live in a boarding house where they run one. Uh, and so he has a lot of different people that live there in the boarding house with him. And he said, well, Thanksgiving is still the day every year that my grandma gets confused and holds 4th of July. So we're all up on the top of the building cooking hot dogs and hamburgers in the freezing weather. Okay. So that's, if you've ever seen Hey Arnold, his grandma's kind of a little on the crazy side. Definitely so much in this episode. Uh, so that's his version. Then it kind of shows, flashes over to Helga's version, where she does have a family that, you know, at home, they're having their traditional, trying to cook a meal, whatever. But her dad is only interested in watching football. She comes in, tries to show him like a centerpiece she made. He doesn't really care. He just wants to watch football for the next 14 hours, I think he said, or 12 hours. Uh, other stuff's going on like that. Her family's just not very appreciative. They're real thankful about themselves and not the rest of anything else. So she ends up getting upset and leaving. Arnold, the same way, finally is just like, you know what? I'm, I need to go out and have my own Thanksgiving. I want my Thanksgiving. I don't want this. I don't want to do that. And they end up running into each other out on the streets and everything else. So they start going around different places trying to figure out how to have a Thanksgiving of their own or at least just to enjoy a Thanksgiving. Um, they even try to get some chips out of a vending machine. It doesn't work. Uh, they're having all these issues. And then May, like they see the Mayflower fly, riding through uh, the town they're in, the one that they Arnold saw at the beginning of the episode. And they're like, oh, the Mayflower must be some kind of sign. And then the Mayflower crashes into a bridge. So it's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, they go on from there. Uh, so they decide to go visit Mr. Simmons. Mr. Simmons is one of their teachers. He's also the teacher that put on the play that they were in earlier. And they were talking about, you know, if he directed such an amazing play, you know, about Thanksgiving, his Thanksgiving must be perfect. It must be the best example you can think of. So they head to his house, knock on the door, and he invites them in and says, of course, we'd love to have you. He goes in, turns out he's got family there as well, and his family is all fussing and fighting with each other as well. Um, they sit down at the table and they start getting introduced to these family members and they realize very quickly each person at this table is a person that was in the play that they were you know, playing earlier in the uh, show. But these characters aren't anything like the characters they played in the show. They're arguing with each other, they hate each other, they have negative things to say about each other the entire time. And finally they kind of slide off to the kitchen and are like, you know, even if he can't even have the perfect you know, Thanksgiving, what in the world? And they're talking about, you know, how could he even stand to do it? And they're like, well, maybe it's just a tradition that he loves or whatever. And so maybe that's why he does it. And Helga realizes, well, my family's not the only family that argues throughout Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, and Mr. Simmons comes in and he says, well, even though they aren't perfect, they are the people that I love and I'm truly thankful for. Um, and he's thankful that he has them. Um, he f they all realize that they are the same. They head back to their homes with a new look on life and Thanksgiving and family. Helga's family, is, when she walks into the door, they've made flyers. They're on the phone with the police. They think Helga is missing. They're all, you know, tore up about this. And all of a sudden, she realizes how much her family actually does care about her uh, beyond what they were showing earlier in the show where they just didn't really care at all about her. Uh, and then Arnold comes back. He runs it to the roof, and he's like, you know what? It's a tradition. 
you know, that I don't, you know, it's not really Thanksgiving. It's not my Thanksgiving, but you know what? It's something that means a lot to them. I'm going to do the best I can do. He dresses up as Ben Franklin, runs back up to the roof for the 4th of July celebration on Thanksgiving Day, and nobody's there. All the plates kind of blown off to the side. Grandpa's off to the side, covered up in a giant blanket. Looks like horrible something has happened. And he goes to him, and all of a sudden, they all yell surprise. They've decided to throw Arnold the Thanksgiving because they knew how much it meant to him, to him, his grandparents in the boarding house all do this. And then Arnold says, well, you know, Grandma, can we still have fireworks like we always do on Thanksgiving slash Fourth of July? And she says, oh, Arnold, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving without fireworks. So um, <laughs> just randomly I think about it is one of those things that it's a show that I remembered it was a good one. Hey Arnold is an awesome cartoon from back then that actually has a lot of heavy hitting things or at least realistic real world type things thrown in there every once in a while. Uh, and it's cool just to see it shows a different side of, you know, Thanksgiving each of us have a different story to tell. You know, you talked about how you go to four different places sometimes on Thanksgiving. Usually we rotate back or forth, either my parents or Erica's parents now. Um, but still, like, our traditions are similar to how they are, you know. A tradition my family has is you have Thanksgiving, everybody's excited, and then that afternoon, everybody's looking through the sales papers, and what do you want for Christmas? Let's make a list, and everybody has a list. And, you know, as an adult, I'm the person now that's like, I don't need anything. We talked about this a little bit with Santa Claus. Right. But especially as a kid, that was something I looked forward to. It wasn't that we bypassed Thanksgiving. We all, that was another time that we all just kind of got to spend together on the couch and looking through an amazement, especially as a kid looking through these things that you never looked at sales papers, but on that one day of the year you did. Uh, so it's something I always enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, hey Arnold, my number one. Eric, what you got for number two? All right, so my number two is actually something, uh, first time I ever saw it was actually on a Thanksgiving. Hmm. Um, this is from season two of The Simpsons, mm -hmm. Bart versus Thanksgiving. And like I said, first time I ever saw it was on Thanksgiving, like while we were like setting up for food or something when I was younger. Um, it's Thanksgiving at The Simpsons. And Marge is busy in the kitchen. Bart and Lisa are fighting over glue, despite Homer's attempts to watch television. Yep. <laughs> uh, since both adults are preoccupied, Maggie takes the opportunity to wander around the house. She dodges numerous safety hazards, finds her way to Lisa's room where she's hard at work on an, uh, where Lisa's hard at work on an elaborate table centerpiece. Mm -hmm. And um, Homer gives Maggie uh, a tutorial in football before Marge's sisters Patty and Selma arrive. Um, Marge answers. She's irritated to see that they've brought food despite her telling them that she was making a turkey. Mm -hmm. uh, Homer uh, goes to pick up Grandpa. He makes sure he mocks the you know the, the sisters on the way out the door. Um, so Homer returns with Grandpa, and he's in the middle of trying to uh, unsuccessfully start a fire, basically. Um, Marge announces that dinner's ready. Lisa brings her centerpiece, and everyone is impressed, including Patty and Selma. Um, but Bart then brings out the turkey. First of all, I have an issue with this. You know, who would, okay. let, the, who would let the 10 year old bring the turkey out? I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, um, Bart brings up the turkey and demands that Lisa moves the centerpiece. And in the midst of their fighting, the centerpiece gets knocked over to the fireplace, which all of a sudden, hey, there's a fire. And, yes. you know, it's using that as kindling now. It's roaring, roaring great now. Mm -hmm. So Lisa's crying. Marsh tells Bart that he's ruined Thanksgiving, sends him up to his room. And Bart sulks upstairs. The adults begin the meal. Um, Lisa goes to, uh, to Bart to tell him he can come downstairs after he apologizes to Lisa in front of everyone. And he refuses. Um, he, he doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to apologize to Lisa in front of everyone. So he responds by climbing through the window, leaving with Santa's little helper, who's the dog. Mm -hmm. Um, he got put outside because him and Homer were fighting over a drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So while Bart's, you know, thinking, I'm going to go find another Thanksgiving. And while searching for another Thanksgiving, he sees a pie cooling on the windowsill at the Burns Manor. Um, he t- tries to grab it, but he in- winds up setting off an alarm that alerts Mr. Burns. Uh, that alerts security, yep. And uh, Mr. Burns uh, orders that the hounds be released. So he get, Bart okay. gets released the hounds. <laughs> so Bart tries to, you know, ends up escaping, and he winds up in a shady part of town where he finds a plasma center advertising $12 in exchange for blood um, or for donating blood. Mm-hmm. So Bart manages to use Homer's ID to give blood because he had that on him apparently. Might as well. Um, Marge's um, mom says that she's sorry that she came to this lousy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and the twin, you know, the sister, Sadie, uh, Selma and Patty, are wondering when Bart's going to apologize. But since Bart passes out from giving blood, that won't be anytime soon. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, he eventually wakes up, and two men help him get some food at the soup kitchen. And while, while he's there, he sees the uh, newsman, Kent Brockman, doing a story on the homeless on, on Thanksgiving. And uh, the Simpsons see him on TV, and um, they go to try to find him. Um, Marge is horrified. Homer calls the police. Um, Bart realizes how lucky he really has it at home in comparison to the homeless people he ate with. And so he gave the two homeless men who found him the money he got for donating blood. Mm-hmm. I guess all $12 of it. All $12. Um, he rushes back home, and Bart climbs up on the roof to try to sneak back into his room. He sees a bunch of toys up there, and he's like, oh, I'm entertained now. Mm-hmm. And then he hears Lisa crying because, and Lisa's crying because she thinks Bart not being there is her fault. Mm-hmm. So he goes back in there, and there's a really sweet ending moment. Um, where, um, you know, they he ends up apologizing to her. Um, they embrace, they hug, and Homer ends up witnessing that, which is really cool. And the Simpsons then all gather together for leftovers, and they have another try at Thanksgiving. Um, just to really, uh, you know, this is before the Simpsons. I mean, there are thirty season, 31 seasons in now. This is early on in the seasons or in the Simpsons lore, and um, just a really kind of sweet take on, sure. uh, you know, siblings and how, you know, siblings fight and, you know, family, you know, like you said, families at Thanksgiving are not always perfect, and sometimes nope. they argue, and, you know, sometimes people bring food even though someone's cooking a turkey. And um, But it turned out, you know, hey, they're still family. They still love each other, uh, and they go through all the other stuff in spite of, you know, sometimes getting on each other's nerves. So, sure. Um, just a really fun episode. Well, it's cool because I remember that episode, but I only remembered parts, and then the more you talked about it, the more I started to remember Um you talked about the food thing. It reminds me that every year, from at least from the age that I remember of Thanksgiving, my grandparents always make a turkey, and my dad had always joked about it was kind of dry or whatever. Well, my dad started learning how to grill a turkey, and so every year from then, my dad has brought a grilled turkey, and they're like, oh, we told you you didn't need to bring anything. You know, we have a turkey. And he's like, well, no, you know, you can keep that turkey for later next week. I brought this turkey for today. <laughs> like, if you know my dad, he's very joking. Like, he doesn't mean that in a mean way. But, um, Every year since then, we've always had two turkeys on Thanksgiving and some sort of ham thing. I don't even really know what that is that my grandma makes, but it's good. Right. <laughs> Especially on sandwiches later. Like, it's really awesome. Oh, dude. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, The next two that I have, honestly, like, I didn't realize how emotional some Thanksgiving shows got. And I never even thought about it so much as that type of holiday, but I guess it really is where it's a time of year where you really – you slow down and think about things, you know, that's the whole purpose of it. Well, not say the whole purpose, but a lot of people now, especially us sometimes will slow down at Thanksgiving and try to really just be grateful and think about how we've been blessed and how much we have, um, you know, not even necessarily material things, but just family and the people that we're surrounded by. So 
it's cool to see that reflected in shows from the 90s that I didn't even remember until I watched during lunch. But Full House. This is the first season of Full House. It's called The Miracle of Thanksgiving. I love this episode. It almost awesome. made my list. Um, Full House is one of my favorite shows of all time, especially that time period. So I went back and watched. Uh, if you don't know the show, just quick synopsis. Danny Tanner, his three daughters, uh, DJ, Stephanie, and Michelle. Well, if you don't know the show. You're stupid. Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> the milkman, the paperboy, even TV. Yeah, that's, but yeah. if they don't know the show, that means nothing to them. It's crazy. Everywhere <laughs> you look, everywhere there's a heart, a hand to hold on to. But anyway, there's those three. The mom has passed away. Uh, her brother, Uncle Jesse, lives with them, and then their good friend Joey lives with them. Uh, Danny and Jesse's good friend Joey lives with them, helps raise the girls. Played by Dave Coulier, who once dated Alanis Morissette and has a song about him. He did. He also voiced Garfield and some other uh, Ghostbusters and a lot of other animated shows he actually voiced on. Uh, but anyway, it's the first Thanksgiving that they're having since uh, the girl's mom passed away. Uh, Danny's mom was supposed to be flying in there in San Francisco. She was supposed to be flying in to help make the meal for them for Thanksgiving that they can all enjoy. Well, it turns out it's she snowed in and she can't fly in to make the meal, so she's not coming. Uh, Joey recommends that the three of them make the seven-course meal for Thanksgiving. Uh, and, you know, they're very doubtful, but he says, you know, it's we're going to handle it because it's the miracle of burr, 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 Thanksgiving. Um, he says that constantly. That's the catchphrase for this entire show, or at least episode. Uh, so, they, you know, they get excited. You know what? Heck, yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this. So they go grab a cookbook because this is back before the internet, back before you can say, hey, Siri, how do I make this? Or Alexa, how do I make a turkey? Be careful. We have Apple products in here who almost could possibly go off. Hey, if they do, they'll tell us how to make a turkey or make a turkey or whatever. But they're pulling a cookbook out and they're like, oh, this can't be that bad. How do you make dressing? The next thing you know, they're looking through like 20 pages of how to make this dressing where they're confused about minced onions and minced garlic and other things like products and how they do things. So they decide to give up on that idea. And they're like, hey, we're all just go out to eat. Well, here comes down DJ, who's the oldest daughter. And she's like, there's no way. Like, you know, mom always made a fresh meal for us for Thanksgiving. We need to do this. She's like, and last year, mom taught me how to make her pie. So I can do that. And grandma was on the phone with me last night. And she was going to pretty much let me help do the turkey anyway. So I can do that. And so they all decide as a family, you know what? We're going to make this happen. We're going to cook a Thanksgiving meal together. Uh, it's a tough time without the mom for the first time, but they're going to do this together. Cue the oldies montage. Uh, the song, Get Ready, Because Here I Come, is blaring over. And, of course, you know, within a matter of seconds, the same way Rocky gets ready for a fight, the Tanner family gets Thanksgiving meal ready together as well. Uh, they're all excited. Everything looks awesome. Um, DJ is so proud. She ends up asking her dad. She's like, do you think my mom would be proud of me? And he's like, of course she would. You know, sweetheart, and your mom would love this. Well, in the process of this, Joey and Jester in the back trying to cut the turkey, and it turns out that turkey's still frozen. Oh, okay. That yeah. turkey's not going to work out well. No, it's not. Uh, and then Danny is very swift uh, and smart and says, hey, honey, I'm going to stick this back in the oven real quick. You know, I love my extra burnt skin. I want to throw it in there and just make sure it's extra crispy. Well, while that's happening, for some reason, two pretty ladies knock on the door, ring the doorbell. They show up with this amazing turkey. Uh, that's nice and fresh and ready for Thanksgiving, but they have showed up to the wrong address. They're on the way to their uncle's house uh, to spend Thanksgiving, so they're using the Tanner's phone to call. 
Danny and Jesse and Joey decide, hey, this is the perfect idea. Why don't we try to get this turkey or get them to stay? You know, Jesse's a ladies' man. They try to get him involved. He's like, hey, ladies, you know, what do you think about hanging out here? Who cares, you know, about going to your uncle's house? You could spend Thanksgiving with us. She said, oh, we're our husbands with care. And then he's like, oh, never mind. Forget me. And then so Danny gets in. Danny starts trying to have a bidding war, trying to buy this turkey. Gets all the way up to like $200 on this turkey. And Joey comes running in. He ends up getting a bottle stuck on his tongue at some point, And that bottle gets stuck between a chair where he tried to pull it off. In the midst of all this, the turkey starts burning. All of a sudden, smoke's barreling out of the oven. He runs in and gets Danny. The ladies think he's crazy. They leave. Uh, they pull the turkey out. The turkey is this burnt, hard rock thing of protein at this point. I don't even know if it'd be considered protein anymore. You're like eating rock chips. But DJ comes down. She's like, oh, no, the turkey was ruined. You know, she feels like she's failed Thanksgiving. And then Stephanie says, well, it's okay. You still have mom's, you know, pie. She turns around and drops the pie. Everything's crushed. Oh, yeah. And at this point, DJ just feels like she's ruined Thanksgiving. You know, she was trying to do her best with her mom not being in there anymore. Um, she runs upstairs, and then Danny goes up there and talks to her, and he's like, you know, it's not about the turkey. He's like, it's about family. And then Danny ends up telling her about how he feels even worse about how he tried to pay that lady $200 for a turkey. And DJ told him that was silly. He should have just been honest with her and given her the $200 instead. Um <laughs> But then he talks somewhat about how she reminds him of her mom so much, especially in moments like that. Um, and that she said, well, you know what mom always said? Smiles are free to be given. Smiles are free, so give them away. Um, then it flashes over where Jesse's talking to Stephanie, where she's upset, too, about ruining the pie. And Jesse's reminiscing with her about whenever he was a child with her mom, because, you know, brother, sister. Uh, I think it was a story about how he cut her hair or she cut his hair off and all sorts of stuff. Well, you know, everybody has their feel-good moments. You're getting ready to go back downstairs, and all the girls go down, and Danny's like, come on. And Danny kind of walks away, and then it shows Jesse looking back at the pictures of his sister and said, you know, I miss you, Pam. You know, you're missing a great Thanksgiving this year. And then Danny kind of comes back and is like, you all right? And they end up having a big moment where, you know, Jesse's trying to be the cool dude. He's like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not hurting. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm fine. I'm just hungry. And goes back and forth, and then finally – he opens up to Danny and just talks about how much he really misses her uh, and how, you know, Danny said, you know, this has got to be even tougher on you. Like, you've had many more Thanksgivings with her than we ever did. This has really got to suck. And in those moments, it really did make me think about there's family that I don't have this year or at least close friends that I had previously that are no longer here this year. And, you know, we won't never necessarily spend Thanksgiving together, but still, like, it makes you think about these moments and there's people that used to sit at that table with you that no longer are there. Uh, and the best we can do is just to make the most of it. Um, talk about those memories. And Danny even mentions that to him. He's like, you know, that's how we keep her alive. You know, that's how we keep that hope, you know, and, and the happiness of it is just to talking about it and keeping those memories fresh. And that's how she stays in their heart. Um, and then they go down and then they end up having like a really great meal together. They try it all over again. Uh, I don't even remember what exactly they eat. They all kind of sit down, and I guess it's technically what's left of their meal. Uh, but it's cool because they end up all sitting around and praying together, which especially, like, you don't see that on TV often anymore. Right. And I get that, you know, you got people to believe different things. I get that, whatever. But they have a moment where they kind of just go around, and they're really just thankful about this time they get to spend together, even though their mom's not there anymore, that they still get to continue forward and remember her and talk about her. And have a great time. And then Danny asked, you know, who wants white meat or dark meat? And he said, oh, sorry, all we have is dark meat and really dark meat. So, because the turkey still burned. But, um, I don't know, just real good. It's something that, 
those type of shows from back then, you know, Full House, Family Matters, a lot of those shows had some really hard-hitting moments. Um, and I'm thankful, too, because I don't feel like Full House ever really milked the fact of, like, Pam, like, the mom being dead. Uh, they threw her in there only when it was really emotional and realistic-type situations. It wasn't something they constantly just threw on where, oh, we need to get an emotional reaction. Oh, let's talk about the mom. Like, they didn't do that. They only brought her up in situations where, like, at a holiday situation where you really would be missing somebody. Um, and so it was realistic and it was real why they would be missing her. So for me, that was a big number two. Uh, I like that one, even though, you know, it kind of makes you cry, but it's a good, uh, either good, way. good addition to your list for sure. Sure. So what you got? Number three, the big one. Well, I always knew that there was going to be an entry on my list dedicated to the TV show friends because mm-hmm. they had Thanksgiving episodes for almost every season. You literally could just have an entire list of just friends. Episodes. I absolutely could. And it was hard to narrow it down to one. Um, now I'm going to, you know, there's nine Thanksgiving episodes. You could argue there's a tenth one because in season two they mention um, a, a uh, there's a food company that wants to hire Monica to um, make mockulet, which is like some kind of like replacement chocolate, the Thanksgiving um, dessert. Gotcha. You know, cho- chocolate already dominates Halloween and Christmas, so we think mockulet's a Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. But that's not really a Thanksgiving episode, really, because it's you know not set on Thanksgiving like the other nine are. Um, so it was easy to kind of eliminate three, um, the uh, se- uh, episodes from season seven, season nine and season 10, uh, were decent Thanksgiving episodes, but not top tier worthy. Mm-hmm. The remaining six episodes that are left in the friends Thanksgiving lore, they were very hard to eliminate. And at any given time could easily be my favorite friends episode of you know, regarding Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or just in general. So with for this year and next year, I you know if we do something like this, I may pick a different episode to spotlight. But for this year, with all apologies to the one with the football, the one where Underdog gets away, the one with the rumor starring Brad Pitt, by the way, on yeah. television, um, the one with Chandler in a box, and the one where Ross got high. <laughs> my number three episode is the one with all the Thanksgivings, which took place in season five in 1998. And this is also known as a flashback episode. Uh, this one is, in my opinion, and again, just like right now at least, over and best, uh, far away, uh, one of the best Thanksgiving episodes. Not because it's packed with so many jokes, um, not just for that, but there's tons of friends lore in history packed with this episode. Um, you know, it takes place on Thanksgiving where they're just kind of stuffed. They just got done eating, th- and they're just kind of passed out on the couch, all mm-hmm. of them. And, um, you know, they don't even want to move. And they're like, well, let's talk about, like, you know, worst Thanksgivings or best Thanksgivings or whatever. And they each share, like, their worst Thanksgiving. Chandler's was, um, it was the uh, origin story of why Chandler hates Thanksgiving. Um, It shows that his parents announced their divorce at the table because his father was sleeping with the houseboy. Just as that very houseboy cheerfully asked young Mr. Chandler being, more tricky, Mr. Chandler. (laughs) Um, That was his worst Thanksgiving. Sure. Um, Phoebe's worst Thanksgiving, she uh, had a flashback to, um, like, the 18-whatever, where she's working, like, as a nurse in a war setting, (laughs) and there's a bomb that goes off, and her arm falls off. Oh, no. (laughs) And they had to clarify to Phoebe, oh, we we meant, like, in this life, Phoebe. She's, oh, (laughs) oh, I think you should have specified. (laughs) Um, you know, uh, they uh, go through Monica uh, Monica's worst Thanksgiving, where Rachel tells the story, and Monica it shows Monica as a larger uh, 
she's right out of college or right out of high school, and she's much bigger, you know, mm -hmm. as she was in her childhood. And Chandler and Ross come home from college, and Chandler's got the flock of seagulls hairstyle, mm -hmm. and Ross is looking like uh, Mr. Cotter and with the nice little mustache, and mm -hmm. and um, Ross is like, yeah, there's Rachel. Um, you know, she's the one that uh, Chandler's like, oh, is that the one that our band writes all these songs about? Um, you know, she feels weird since you've been gone. <laughs> and, and he's like, I don't know. I think uh, we can write more songs about her tonight because, you know, I, I plan on, you know, me and her reconnecting. And she's like, no, don't, don't do that. I want to stay here all night with your fat sister. <laughs> and Monica hears that. Mm -hmm. And, like, just as her parents are like, hey, we got, you know, a couple of pies left that we can't fit in the fridge. You want them? And she's like, no, no, thank you. And Monica's like, you finally did it. She's finally full. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. That's horrible. It's horrible. Absolutely. And Chandler's apologizing about it because this, at this point they're dating secretly. No mm -hmm. one knows they're dating, but they're dating in secret. And he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was, you know, you ought to saw me back then. Um, I was pathetic, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about. And Monica's like, that actually wasn't the worst Thanksgiving. And the worst Thanksgiving was the next year okay. where um, they show back up to uh, Monica and, um, and Ross's parents' house. Uh, this year, Chandler and Ross are in their Miami Vice phase mm. where they, you know, have the, the colored suit and they roll yep. the sleeves up. And Monica has lost all this weight over the past year okay. because of that comment from the year before. Mm -hmm. And she looks hot. And Monica wants to get revenge on Chandler. This is younger Chandler. Mm -hmm. So Rachel's like, you know, just make everything seem sexy. Everything's seductive. Like, ooh, this, this butter or, ooh, this mac and cheese box. <laughs> well, you know, that way you lure him into the bedroom, you take off his clothes and kick him out of the house. And, you know, that, that, so she's like, okay, yeah, that's great. And then we'll laugh at him and ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. And so she starts to do, ooh, that, you know, this box of mac and cheese is, you know, so, you know, so awesome. And, like, and this, this knife, and then she drops the knife. Mm. And it flies up in the air, and it lands right on Chandler's big toe. Oh, no. And the next thing, they're going through the hospital and feet first. I'm sure. And like on the bed, and he's like, ah. And Ross is like, why did you just do that? You just said what his injury was. Severed toe. You just said it. And you threw him through the door. <laughs> and and uh, the doctor's like, the knife went right through the shoe. And the dad's like, well, of course, the shoes are made of wicker. <laughs> and um, Mom's like, I brought the what's left of the toe. I, I, I have it on ice. And they're like, this isn't a toe. This is. It looks like a carrot. <laughs> so Chandler doesn't have all of his big toe. Okay. Um, because of that. And Chandler's getting like really, really upset. He's like, so that's why I lost my big toe? Because I called you fat? Oh, no. And, um, you know, he's like, and she's like, well, it wasn't all of the toe. He's like, well, you know, this is why I had to walk around for two years at college being called Sir Limps a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, I missed the tip. Okay, it had the nail on it. So. <laughs> um, and Ross, whenever Chandler walks in, he's like, Sir Limpslot, I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, flashback to a, a previous bad Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, Joey's worst Thanksgiving was uh, the year before Rachel uh, joined the group. Mm -hmm. Joey decided to put, put the turkey, before it went into the oven, on his head to try to scare Chandler. I've seen clips of this one. And then he couldn't get the turkey off. <laughs> And Phoebe's like, of course it stinks in there. You got your head's up a dead turkey's butt. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, like they're trying to get it off. And, they, you know, Chandler walks in and um, sees Joey. He freaks out. And Joey's like, oh, I got him. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
in order to make it up to Chandler, mm-hmm. um, Monica put the turkey on her head. And that's the other part I've seen. And, and she's trying to make him, cheer him up, make him laugh. And he's like, it's not going to work. And she's like, what about, what about this? And she puts the sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. And then a little hat. And then she does a little dance. You know, and Chandler starts like, oh, you're so great. I love you. And then Monica, in perfect, you know, you can't even see her face, but like she turns around and the cr- glasses are crooked, like she's kind of cockeyed and like, mm-hmm. what did you just say? And Chandler's like, nothing. I said, you were so great, and that's it. Nothing. I said, nothing else. <laughs> and she's like, you said you love me. And th- that was the first time he had ever said that. Gotcha. Um, Chandler, who has a just, you know, me and Chandler are very, um, very, very much like where we both have a fear of commitment. Nice. The fact that he said he loved her was a huge step for him in their relationship. And then Monica's like, give, he embraced them, and then she turns around, the door opens, and there's Joe, and he gets scared to death by the turkey on, on the head, <laughs> kind of bringing it full circle back sure. around. Um, this episode, it's hilarious. It's heartfelt. It marks a big point in Monica and Chandler's uh, romantic relationship. Um, the flashbacks are awesome. The, uh, the, the, cl- the credit scene is another one from Phoebe um, in another part of time where she's um, – She's uh, more gauze. I need more gauze over here, and another explosion. And she looks at the arm that fell off before, mm-hmm. and she's looking at it, and then the other arm falls off. Oh no! It's <laughs> like I have no luck here. <laughs> um, just a fantastic, funny episode. Like I said, I could very easily go with the season six Thanksgiving episode, the one where Ross got high, or the season eight episode, the one with the rumor, or season one, the one where Underdog gets away. They're all great. The one with the football is fantastic. I mean, just – but for right now, the one with all the things For this year. For, for this 2019. year. 2019. This is my top contender. Next year, it might nice. just all th- be all three Friends episodes. We can get, it, it would be we can, I mean, we can get through all of them at that yeah. point. So. <laughs> what is your last one on the list? Mine is one that I honestly thought you were going to have, and honestly, I think you did have. I did at one point. Until we talked and uh, you realized that I was doing it as well. I figured we could still talk about it. I thought so. Uh Boy Meets World, Turkey Day. When this boy meets world. In a world boy where a boy meets, world. meets the world and has a turkey day. Yes. Uh, it starts off in class talking about the Hootsies and the Tootsies. Yes. I probably pronounced some of that wrong. But then it's also, if you look on the blackboard, Mr. Freeney's got written over there, the haves and have-nots. Right. Uh, and then it goes forward a little bit where it's almost Thanksgiving time where Mr. Freeney wants them to write a report about the haves and have-nots. They're about to go to Thanksgiving break. Mr. Feeney says, before we dismiss, you know, back here, you know, you guys did amazing with the canned good collection, and our winners are. And then you see Sean and Corey getting really excited because it's them. <laughs> of course. And so they stand up, win their prize. And the girls, you know, I think it's Topanga possibly or somebody else, like, oh, the, you know, it's cheating. You win every year. And he's like, I can't help it. He said, we collect the cans. The, we donate the cans. They give the cans to my family because we're in need, and we donate the cans again. He's like, it's a perfect <laughs> circle. And so for their prize, though, they get a turkey and then stuffing. Nice. And it's just a box of stuffing, but they argue over it because both of them want the stuffing. Neither one really wants the turkey. Uh, and then they come up with the idea of why can't they have both? Yeah. Let's get our two families together and have one big Thanksgiving. And, and I'll cut, I just want to cut off here. Yeah. As a kid, mm-hmm. like that is like, you know, that would have been like the perfect scenario. Sure. To spend Thanksgiving with another with another friend. I remember when I was 17, my senior year in high school, mm-hmm. I actually, my parents were on a cruise or they were at the beach and I didn't want to go. Okay. So I stayed home. Okay. And I had Thanksgiving lunch with my friend Crystal. 
Okay. Who is now my neighbor. Nice. And then I had Thanksgiving supper with the Fitzgeralds, who were Canadian. Nice. <laughs> That's kind of odd to have Thanksgiving with the Canadians. Yeah, it was kind of really cool. And it, like that was a very unique Thanksgiving to yeah. me. Like, it was a dream. Like, I got to spend Thanksgiving with friends this year sure. instead of family. So. Anyway. And a Canadian Thanksgiving at that. At that, which they celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving in, in July. So, so it's to- July maybe, 1st, Happy Canada Day. Arnold's family is not that far off. Then. Actually, no, actually, that's that's in the, that's Canadian Independence Day, July 1st. No, I got Ca- Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. Sorry, oh, okay. So we're a little off then. Uh, they're going to have uh, the first ever Hunter Matthews Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, it's Frankie, right? Yeah, Frankie. So Frankie yeah, always he, uh, played by Ethan Surplete. Sir yes, he's Sir been a, he's been a lot of other things you would recognize him for, but he comes in. He's always like the bigger bully, but he's also very poetic, philosophical, and emotional. And actually, he's a really deep, nice dude. And his father is Vader. Yes, he actually, <laughs> his father is Vader. Uh, he comes over and wants to talk with Mister Matthews about possibly going on a date with Corey's younger little sister, but you know and. They get a little word really fast, and then they realize, oh, no, it's not him. It's his little brother. It's the little one, yeah. Yeah, that's there. And actually, you know, it's a big thing. They're very super polite, everything else. And they want, you know, they said, the word's getting around. You're going to be at the trailer park. You know, and we live there. And, you know, we'll know if you could have an after-dinner piece of pumpkin pie. We would be okay for them to settle that. So everything's fine. Uh, Last word, though, the hunters live in a trailer park, but the Matthews live on the nicer side of town. Um, It's one of those episodes where both families are honestly trying their best to make the best out of a little bit of an uncomfortable situation where the Matthews come from a nice side of town and they are a little overboard about trying not to insult anybody by anything they say or do. Then at the same time, Sean's family, you know, the hunters come from a side of, you know, where they don't have as much and they're doing their best to kind of live up to what they think the Matthews would think. So honestly, it's just one big giant awkward situation. Um, and there's a lot of things where it just doesn't go right. There's a lot of situations where between the food, you know, the hors d'oeuvres that are served, Sean's mom thinking they're not good enough, to Corey's dad showing off, showing up with like a nice bottle of wine and, you know, Sean's dad taking a little bit of offense to that and said, well, I already have us a nice, you know, selection of wine for dinner. So I got a whole box of it in the <laughs> fridge, you know, and stuff like that. And, I mean, it's one of those things that just goes back and forth, back and forth where, they're trying to do that, and this is where Sean's dad, you know, even feels like Corey's family doesn't think their stuff is good enough between the dishes they're eating off of or the dinner they're having or anything like that. Uh, they honestly both want the night to go well. They're in an awkward situation where these right. two kids have put the two families together. It's not a thing where the parents all decided, let's do this. It was actually the kids that did it. Uh, and just stuff just keeps going wrong. There's this back and forth. Uh, even the homeowners association of the trailer park comes out pulls out sean's dad and is like you know you need to get them out of here it's like it's making us uncomfortable because they look down on us from where they are none of them have met the matthews by the right way, yeah no, one of, them. of course but they're out there saying you know you need to get rid of them get rid of them fast so he comes in and starts telling them all thanks for coming it's been a great time like we haven't even eaten yet like what are you what are you doing um and then the girls or the at this point they come out and they're going to take the younger sister over to frankie's house because it's already time to go meet up with the little brother for the pumpkin pie or whatever. Um, they go across town or across the trailer park to their trailer. And it shows uh, Corey. And the, well, I guess at that point, Corey's still inside with his parents. And, you know, he's like, I don't know why, you know, this is so bad. Like, why is this situation going like this? Um, and there's just an awkward situation, honestly, where the parents are talking about, 
you know, we're honest, we never really were friends with Sean's parents. Like, I know you've been friends with Sean, but, you know, we're not, we've never really been friends with his parents. And Corey says, why, though, Mom? Just because we have more nice things or because Dad makes more money than Sean's dad? Does that mean we can't sit down and have a nice meal together? And then his dad steps in and says, well, son, you may not realize this until you get older, but being right isn't necessarily enough to change how people feel. And you almost get a little upset with Alan, you know, Matthews here, where usually he's the voice of reason. Usually he has a really good deep sense thing, but it's like, do you really feel that way? Do you feel that way? You know, you got to be such a jerk. Um, and he's not intentionally being a jerk. It's just how he is because that's how he was raised, and that's what thing is. Um, but as I said, they sneak off. Not, they don't really sneak off. They go to Frankie's, um, and it shows them at Frankie's trailer, and there's a picnic table outside, and Frankie, his brother, and then all of them decide, you know what, we're going to have a Thanksgiving meal together ourselves. So they're pulling this all together. Um, and then they, Frankie says, you know, we have a tradition in our family that we all hold hands and go around the table and talk about what we're thankful for. Um, it gets around and finally it gets to Corey. And well, first off, Frankie, they ask him, is it okay if we, you know, are you sure it's okay if we join you? And his little brother says, there's always room at our table for you or for more. And that's just like such a deep hitting line that there's always room for it, you for our table or room for more at our table. But it gets to Corey anyway, and he says, I'm thankful that my parents raised me to love people for who they are, even if they weren't lucky enough to have been raised that way themselves. During all this, his parents, like Sean and Corey's parents, are in the background and hear all of this. And all of a sudden, they start realizing, you know what, we've been doing this all wrong. We've been, just the whole situation's wrong. Um, it, it doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter the meal that's on the table. It matters what the people are and you know who people are. And th- no matter if you've got the fanciest table, the fanciest house, or whatever, it doesn't make you any better than somebody that has less than you. Um, in the end, they all, the family ends up joining the table. They all eat together outside in front of the rest of you know the people at the trailer park that were trying to get them kicked out and everything else. Um, but they have a moment where that comes together. Um, I don't know. It's just a hard-hitting one where you, you know it does touch base throughout the rest of the series about Sean and his family and just, you know, I know the Christmas episode is kind of similar where you know, Sean didn't grow up where he gets as much as Corey does at Christmas or different situations. Um, but it's the same way where, you know, it shows that their friendship doesn't, it doesn't matter what each one has. They're not there for the, the things of the world that each friend has. It's not, same with Eric and I, I'm not here for Eric, you know, because of the house that he owns or because of anything else he owns. Like, I like Eric because he's Eric. Uh, and I think there's something important in that for Thanksgiving for the rest of us is, don't get caught up in yourself, especially with Chris Strider on the corner. You turn around and start looking at gifts and everything else. Like, don't get caught up in the things of the world and don't get caught up with the busyness or even, oh man, I should be sitting around watching football all day. Like, think about the people you're around. You know, Eric mentioned that, you know, about how that's for Christmas, especially, but even Thanksgiving, about how he just really enjoys going and being with these people and the family members and the people he has in his life. And Sure, a lot of these times, things like that aren't perfect, but it's a moment that you get to go and spend with people that you may not get another chance to. And for me, that's the big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, my grandfather lives in Fedville, which is about a, about an hour, mm-hmm. or, you know, give or take, you know, a little more than that, actually. Um, so not as close as I'd like. I went and saw him this summer, you know, and that's not, not something I've been able to do, but I found time to go see him. And um, But usually I only get to see him around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And... Um, same thing with uh, people on my dad's side of the family. I have aunts and uncles who I usually see uh, at major holidays, Easter, mm-hmm. um, Mother's Day, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and that's usually yeah. it. And, you know, and I love them. Um, and, but, you know, just in terms of life, 
you know, they're not the people that, that I do life with. Sure. You know, they're, they're family, and I love them, but I, I don't get to see them all the time because, you know, just the way our paths are running, sure. their paths are running one way, my path is running a different way, and that's okay. Um, so when I do get to see them, it's fun catching up. It's fun seeing how they're doing. They ask about me, um, and it's just fun to spend time and laugh. And my grandmother kind of puts it best. She says it every year, um, usually while we're playing cards mm-hmm. or – um, you know, she might be playing a game of Rook with uh, my, my aunt and my uncle and my dad, um, which I, I've learned how to play, and it's, not, it's very hard, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, ask Jacob Nash about our in- infamous Rook game against Joe and Kyle, um, Kyle Daltrey, mm-hmm. um, or Kyle and, um, and Ricky Lyles, because <laughs> they, they killed us. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says it every year. Um, you know, we're not perfect, but I guarantee you no family has as much fun as we do. On Thanksgiving. That's awesome. Or on Christmas. And she's right. I mean, I'm sure every family enjoys, you know, each other. And we are definitely not perfect because we have a bunch of flawed people in our family mm-hmm. for sure. But when we come together, it's like all that kind of melts away. And for one night, you know, or four night, four days out of the year. Yeah, sure. You know, since we're, you know, but on, for that one night, that doesn't matter. We're mm-hmm. together. We laugh. We love. We enjoy each other's company, and that's you know that's the awesome thing about the holidays. So. For sure. So yeah, that's uh that's our list. That's our list. Um, we went a little long. We talk a little bit, but we do. Uh, we have a couple of a- extra segments at the beginning of the episode, um, which we'll leave in because they're relevant. Um, but let let us know what uh you know what some of your favorite Thanksgiving TV episodes are. Maybe you picked a different Friends episode than I did. Sure. I'd like to hear about it. Uh, maybe there's some episodes I going through some different lists. Um, you know, there's a lot of TV shows that have great Thanksgiving episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that one of those are yours. Let us know what it is. So you can hit us up in the uh, social media accounts. You know, what the what media on Facebook and Instagram, WTW underscore media on Twitter. Um, be sure to check us out and sure. Um, make sure uh, we know what your favorites are. Yeah. So, um, we got anything else for this week? I think that's it. Well, folks, we thank you for tuning in to What the What Again. Please subscribe to us, rate us, review. Five stars, hot chocolate. And we will catch you next week when we have a special. It's going to be awesome. Three-person podcast. Yep. We're doing a Thanksgiving meal draft. I'm excited about this. And I am too. This was one of the great things that we came up in June uh, when we started putting together topics. And when we got to November, it was like, we got to draft our, our perfect Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to sell Kyle on it. He's excited about it now. Ricky's going to come in and join us. And... Um, you know, we're excited for the opportunity to do something really different for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We've never really done like a draft before. No, so I'm excited to um, see how this usually turns Usually you out. hear drafts, you know, like with sports, you know, yep. fantasy football drafts, NBA drafts, whatever. See, this whatever. is something I can get along with. You know, we were talking a little while ago, you're the statistician. You know, you say a person's name, you can tell them when they were drafted, where they came from, what age they were, and how the rest of their career turned out. You talk to me like, I can tell you about some food now. So I can draft some good food, at least food that I will eat anyway, even if it's not my first pick. Well, we'll see uh, how the list comes out, how the draft, the meals come out next week. And, um, you know, when you're listening to this, you know, by the time that time uh, this episode comes out, we'll have recorded that episode. But maybe you could shoot us a line anyway, letting us know what you would consider the perfect Thanksgiving meal. Love to hear What you would draft. We'd love to hear it as well. So uh, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate it. And until next time, stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. And we'll see you later. What the what? Bye. Chris Rhodes.